Cool. All right, man. Cheers. And Cheers, my friend. That yes. was loud. <laughs> uh, welcome to Nice Shirt, Name Three Songs, episode one of our brand new podcast. Let me take Whoa. a sip. That was a good sip. Did you hear that? that yeah. Well, it is November 1st, First. Uh, which means Sober October has come to a conclusion. For one of us. Yes. I was not sober in October. Yes, and I did it, but I don't want to get too into that now. Uh, what I wanted to do was introduce ourselves. Uh, a lot of you might know me. This is Chris, by the way, uh, from Instagram. My account, Rock Metal Fan Struggles, uh, is struggling along, but you know, made a lot of friends there. So happy to uh, see you all. If you're from there, if you're not from there, um, welcome. And I will let Brennan introduce himself. Yeah, uh, I am one of the background people, I would say, on <laughs> RMFN. Uh, Chris and I have known each other for a while now through uh, a mutual contact. <laughs> but that's a good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a mutual contact. But we both we both share a passion for music. I would say uh, mine's been buried underneath me for a while. But I think we're gonna. I think I'm finally ready to talk about it. Yeah, that's a good point because that's an added bonus. When I met you, I was forced to meet you. Yes. Uh, maybe one day we'll go into our origin story. Yes. Um, but I'm lucky enough that you shared the same interests as me. Yep. Um, we've been to several concerts together now. Have, yes. We've moshed. Yeah, we've technically we've been on the outskirts of moshes together. Um, those have been fun. Have we formally been in a pit together? Like, yeah, I think we have, right? Not mono mono. Um, I haven't had enough animosity towards you to to be angry <laughs> at you in the pit. So, we've, I think we've support we've supported each other in pits more often than not. It's been <laughs> picking each other up, amping each other up. I've yep. amped you up. I've amped you up. I think more than you've amped me up to go into a pit. Like motivated me to go in. Yeah. Well, it's because yeah. I'm getting older now. I like watching it. I don't like partic- participating. Um, yeah, at the tender age of 31, um, the pits are just getting more and more difficult. Um, my favorite spot is outside of the pit when you just help you either help people up or push them back in. Um, it's funny. One of my first pits, I remember um, being in there with my dad, actually. And I was so happy and excited that my mouth was open and I was smiling. And First I took mistake. an <laughs> I took an elbow to the chin and I immediately oh. chipped I chipped the tooth. Oh. <laughs> like, that was one of my first um one of my first pit lessons. But regardless, um can we talk about why the fuck we made this podcast? Because this was your idea, so I want yeah. to put you yeah. in the spotlight. Yeah. Uh the the funny thing about about it is I'm not really a huge podcast listener. I listen to a lot. Well, that's of, great. Yeah, I listen to a lot of things that I think are typical, right? Like our our Joe Rogan friends and and the popular people that cycle through that, and then there are a couple comedians, but I don't keep up with them. But I was I don't remember exactly what we were doing. I was sitting. I know I was sitting at my counter, and I was like, dude, I have an idea. And I think I texted you first. I didn't, you weren't even there. And I was like, hey, like, why don't you do a podcast? Like, I, I think it was a little more profane because I thought I either I heard you say this or you said it to me. You said, this is bullshit. Why don't you have a podcast? Or maybe you said it to our mutual contact. But it was like, not in a bad way. It was like a revelation. Like, yeah, why doesn't he have this? I'm pretty sure it was like a Friday night and I had a couple beers 
and well, I texted you and I was like, hey man. That was before the fantasy draft. Yes. And I was yes. like, hey man, like I have an idea. We got to talk about this. Why the fuck aren't we doing a podcast? Why aren't you doing a podcast? I wasn't, I wasn't even supposed to be here. Um, and then we talked about it after the, or before the fantasy draft. And I was like, yeah, man, like we talk about this all the time. So mm-hmm. we might as well talk about it to other people and perhaps other people will come back to us with some feedback and we'll see what happens. But I, I think the, the root of it all is just having, having conversations about it. Um, because we don't, I mean, you and I talk about this stuff all the time, but other than that, I don't think we, we really talk. I don't talk to a lot of people about my music taste and things like that. And I, I feel like I've been looking for something to, to listen to, right? I think there's been a few podcasts out there where we, you know, they talk music, but it, it's either too broad and it and it it doesn't really go into you know rock or metal specifically, or it um it kind of touches on it and then goes away, or there's inconsistency with podcasts where you know you get mm-hmm. into something and then it just disappears, right? So I think it's another way for for me to almost express my my wants right like i want to be i want to have music suggested i want to go out and listen to something that someone else is listening to or or go out and watch you know a a recorded concert that someone else watched and they had a great time watching so that's that's sort of what irked me and and i was like hey we just we should do something and try it so here we are yeah i i love it and so obviously i've had a bit of a platform over the last four years with Finding, uh, finding, founding, founding Rock Metal Fan Nation, um, that was born out of an accident. It started from, (laughs) it started from making metal memes, uh, and it turned into an awesome community where I did get, I have gotten that outlet, um, to share new songs, to share passion for music, yet the podcast thing intimidated me. That was the reason why I didn't want to do it. And I also didn't have a partner to talk to. Um, you know, on Instagram, it's almost, it's all me, uh, you know, doing these reels, making these memes. And I felt like people are probably going to get sick of me at some point and they might still do it. Um, but now that you're here, it gives uh, listeners a chance to hear someone other than me under the Rock Metal Fan Nation ba- uh, banner. But like you said, we we have such great conversations and very different takes from each other. We definitely have similar takes, yeah. um, <laughs> but uh, I just feel like you're right. It, it, it's worth recording um, through Rock Metal Fan Nation. We'll be able to get a lot of topics and requests from people that yep. we can address here. And another thing where I thought we had the opportunity was there are a ton of great podcasts out there, um, great interview podcasts, but not a lot for like what's it sound like with two metalheads just kind of shooting the shit and discussing things and not necessarily having um, the most like PC views on some stuff on rock on my Instagram page. I try to be accepting of every band ever uh, because you know what, if you like something good for you, if you like ghost, that's totally fine. Uh, and I promote that on the page, but here I want to give more of my unsolicited feedback. Uh, on I will bands. definitely give unsolicited <laughs> feedback. I'm not. Yeah. So but it's that's more honest. not to say that I, again, I can appreciate everyone liking what they like. Uh, but Some I also, I also know wrong. what I don't like. So yeah. Yeah. And I don't think I've gotten to voice that a lot. Um, you know, I've done little things with like 
you know, wearing a Nickelback shirt on a, on a reel, which immediately gets me losing followers, which I find hilarious. Nickelback's fun. Nickelback is fun. We could do a whole episode on, on where Nickelback stands. We we'll bookmark that one. Oh yeah, let's <laughs> let's bookmark that one for sure. Um, speaking of, what are we gonna cover? So we talked about we're already gonna be shooting the shit, but I think, like you said, discovering new music, getting yep. to dive into, you know, what is out there. I feel like especially this year, there have been so many awesome releases. I'm actually overwhelmed um, with how much new music is out there. But latest news, there's always stuff to you know stuff to discuss and talk yeah. about. Yeah. Um, hot topics, right? I have listed here like hot topics or even random talk it, topics, but also whatever the fuck we want. Like yes, we've talked yes. about the Red Hot Chili Pepper deep dive that we will do one day. <laughs> Song by song. Song by song. <laughs> Every single song. 40 years. <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday to uh, Anthony Kiedis, by the way. It's November 1st. Really? Yes. Yep. Holy shit. How yep. old is he? 85? Uh, something like that. 60 something. But he's he looks like a spring chicken. So, guys, happy beauty. birthday, Anthony. Big fan if you ever hear this. Would love to talk to yeah. you. <laughs> there was also recently Scott Weiland, my favorite frontman of all time. His birthday, I want to say October 27th. Um, the late, great Scott Weiland. Happy birthday, Tam. Uh, so, segue. Let's get into... We have some big topics today. Yes, we have yes. a lot of topics. Uh, we want to cover some of the latest news headlines. What Brennan and I do is we comb through the news and pick out the latest headlines that just seem interesting to us or feel like we need to discuss and you know obviously really curious to hear what you all have to say about them too so how about we just go right ahead and start with the latest news segment let's do it yeah let's do it cool uh okay so i've got here uh mike portnoy has rejoined dream theater now give it to me honest do you, have you listened to dream theater i have uh i'm not huge into dream theater but why um, honestly, I haven't given it, I, I, the honest reason is I haven't given it enough time. I Fair. haven't, I haven't sat down and, and invested. Um, you don't have time for 11 minute songs? No, no. Fair. If I want that, <laughs> I know where to go. I, I, I find Maynard and connect with Maynard. <laughs> um, that's right. But I, I will say that I think when OG members or members that have had a big impact on a band come back to a band, uh, it's time to, I think it's time to celebrate. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And Mike Portnoy is just, he's an awesome drummer. Uh, so when I saw this headline, I was like, yes. And they parted ways with um, the drummer who had filled in. Apologies, I don't have his name off the top of my head. And I think they did it in a really amicable, amicable nice way. Uh, so it was good. It didn't sound like anybody's uh, feelings were really hurt. But I feel like that's more of a you, well, it's weird. For well, Prague fans, this, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, go ahead. I mean, I was just going to say it's a good transition, I think, into our next topic as well, too. But <laughs> I think people, you obviously get an emotional attachment to members of a band and, and music that they create. Obviously, that's that's the business that they're in. And, and that's my point here is these guys obviously have a passion for creating things, but it, it also becomes a business at some point, right? So then... Yep. You know, your 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 sound is better with some people, your connection is better with some people, similar to how you and I have nine to five jobs and you know, we prefer working with some people more than others and you kinda of bite the bullet sometimes to yep. get projects done. Mm -hmm. But maybe it didn't turn out as great as it could have because you had to work with someone that wasn't 
you know, your, your preferred person, right? Or maybe wasn't someone that you started a project with and someone kind of subbed in. So that's a good point. So I think, you know, it's, it's important to have that connection, whether it's making music or, you know, collaborating on a Excel spreadsheet, um, (laughs) which is sad, but nonetheless, it's, I think it's a business, but it's also, you know, your best collaboration and your best creativity comes out when you're surrounded by by people that you actually want to work with and have a, a connection with. So I think it's, it's, again, it's something to celebrate, but from a business standpoint, like you're right, like when people are in and out of bands and you know, it, it, sometimes it's ugly. Sometimes it's in the head, in the headlines and you see, you know, the, the ugly breakups that occur, oh, but it yeah. sounds like dream theater did a, a good job of, I think sort of saying, Hey, you know, we appreciate the effort and the time, but, you know the the C, the original CEO of the company is is, is coming back. So and we've always had more success with him. <laughs> I feel like Mike Portnoy minimum is like the CFO because uh, right, right. Uh, you know, but like as a drummer, he he's he's phenomenal, and I still think they released great music. They actually won a Grammy without him, uh, which is really awesome. So again, kudos to them. I don't know how he left the band if it was good, but regardless, present day. Everyone in the Dream Theater camp is happy. I really like them, uh, but I will admit that I'm not a Dream Theater expert. Um, but in the name of prog metal, um, I am so happy for them. We, we need to see them live. It'll be a psychedelic uh, adventure. I also yes. want to call out that your setup is making me so happy. So we're sitting in, is this a loft or a big closet? It's a big closet, right? If you want to call it, yeah, yeah, it's a big closet, but big that closet. doesn't do it justice. It's sort of it's like a bro, it's a bro space. Yeah, um, it's a bro space, and it's, it's actually a perfect studio. <laughs> yeah, that's, it, that's it, what it is. It's a it's a really good studio, and um, you know your chair set up and is amazing, and yes. the little poster you have of Chino from Deftones just staring at you. Uh, yeah, he's his... looking right at me. The the other guy isn't, <laughs> which is less. Less sort of scary. This Bacino is looking right at me. Well, it's you amazing. Should post a picture of this. This is actually kind of good. It's, oh, all, it's also sitting on a pink high top chair. Yeah, I'm actually going to take a picture of it here. Ready? Yeah. Okay, pose. Here we go. Thumbs up. All right. Perfect. Okay, <laughs> you guys will see that for sure on my socials. Um, and speaking of Deftones, I am seeing them this Saturday at Dia de los Deftones. Little play on Dia de los. Muertos. Yes. Thank you. It I had most... to follow my Spanish there for a second. <laughs> that was beautiful Spanish. Uh, yeah, pretty excited going out to San Diego for one day. So uh, New York. That's a quick trip for five hours of flying time. <sighs> yeah. New, right. New York to California. But, you know, it's the Deftones. I got it. Deftones is worth it. I got to do it. This will be like my third time seeing them. But yeah. Totally worth it. All right. Uh, what else do we have yeah. in latest yeah. news? I think transition, right? So I yep. hit on I hit on the business aspect of of the music industry slightly with uh, you know firing and hiring. Um, so you put this in here, but Corey Taylor was quoted saying, "We do not make a lot of money." <laughs> I'm curious <laughs> to hear what you think about this first. I'll tell you second. Okay, fine. So. I think the headline is a bit misleading, and that's exactly why I typed it into our notes like that. Um, yes. Because that's, that, that was what people saw. Corey Taylor saying, we don't make a lot of money. Immediately, people are going to say, oh, Corey Taylor's not grateful, whatever. However, <laughs> My I, <reaction. laughs> I, I do think this was pretty interesting. So, 
Corey in an interview said that the band has nine members, a huge crew, and it's a big, Slipknot is a big ecosystem. There's no yes. denying that. Yes. And it's great. They employ a ton of people, but they're splitting the money across nine members and then, right. you know, every, everyone else. So do it's a big th- thing. Do you think it's an even split? Between the nine members? Yeah, not to de- derail you here, but do you think they Ooh. split it evenly? Do they divide by nine? Like the No. Like... like like is is clown is clown making the same money as Corey? Clown and Corey, well, I mean, clown is the creative like director of the band, right? So he might be making more. I'm wondering about the new guys. So, right. um, you know, um, uh, Jay Weinberg, their their drummer, who's yeah. fantastic. Or yeah. what about Tortilla Man? He might be. On, they might be on like probation. You know, they you know oh, they get sort tough. of that. That's that's the interesting thing. Well. Interesting note is um, the Deftones had their previous bassist from, I believe it was from Diamond Eyes on, and they got into a contract dispute, uh, dispute because he wanted to have 25%, you know, four numbers, one quarter, quarter each. Quarter, quarter, quarter. And quarter. yeah, and they got rid of his ass, uh, which sucks because he's a great bassist. Yeah. And I think he deserved that. So. I would be curious to know about the hired gun situation with Slipknot. Nine I feel, people is a lot. I know. Especially when one guy's job is just hitting a keg. Two guys, yeah. Well, or or one, two. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, two. yeah, I mean. I would do it. Yeah, oh, I so would do it. it. But you put your body on the line. And I feel like they're kind <laughs> yeah. of not necessarily cultish in that regard, but they're very much, there's a great pack mentality in Slipknot. So if they're not all paid equal, I think they're still getting paid well. Um, but regardless, when Corey makes a statement like that, immediately people are in up, up in arms. We don't make a lot of money. And I feel like what works against him in the interview, he says, well, we don't make Taylor Swift money. That's exactly what I was going to say. And honestly, I didn't even read the interview, but I was like, <laughs> no shit. Like, you're not going to make Taylor Swift dollars, right? Taylor Swift. Metallica doesn't make that on a tour. No, absolutely not. And good for Taylor Swift. No hate on, on Taylor. Um, I can appreciate Taylor Swift, but yeah, I think that for for slipknot like relatively i mean come on guys you're making money um and i think honestly and and you know my opinion about slipknot and, and Corey taylor but what is it i'm like well what is it i'm not a big fan um <laughs> i i think Corey taylor is really good at getting knee-jerk reaction out of people and mm-hmm. releasing a, an article like that is like the diehard Slipknot fans are like, I'm going to go stream the shit out of this music. I got to pay Corey. Money grab. We got to keep him going. Mm. Maybe not a money grab, but I think a reaction grab. And I reaction think Corey grab. loves okay. the attention. He, I mean, he's a front man. He's, he's a front man through and through. So yeah. I think it, it, it it's begging f- for, you know, almost a call to action of listen to our music or, you know, maybe support rock and metal, right? Maybe, maybe we can look at it through that lens of, you know, we don't make Taylor Swift money because Taylor Swift is is mainstream pop mm-hmm. and, and really hits on honestly like everyone. I listen to Taylor Swift songs from time to time. Most of the time it's happenstance. Very rarely do I seek it out. Yeah, that's fair. This is a no judgment zone. But <laughs> you know, I think rock and, and, and metal is is still very much in a in a rebuild from its heyday. Um, which again we that'll be another great topic for us where mm-hmm. where we stand in, in in the rock and metal world. But yes, it could be very much Corey Taylor being a nice gentleman and trying to bring some attention to the rock and metal world and saying, "Hey, we don't make that much. Go listen to our music." Now I'm going to make it worse for you. <laughs> I'm going to make it worse because he's, he he kept going in the interview. He, he did, he did, and he said, 
we're basically upper middle class. And that's what type a- of car does he drive? Can we figure that out? <laughs> I don't know, but like upper middle class is great. And again, I don't think he came off as ungrateful. I do think it's a reaction grab type statement that he made. Right. Um, and he's trying to say that the band has to keep working and working hard and keep touring. And I totally get that. Um, but you think of the just other bands that are struggling and trying to make it. You're upper middle. You're in, in today's day and age. You're winning you're in enough. the rock and metal world. Yeah, you're comfortable. He enough. also said they're not a big band. He said we're there's very... nine people in the band. That's a big band. <laughs> he said there's they are very big in a small niche of the market, and that I disagree with. I don't. I think... completely disagree with that. Yeah, I have buddies that have absolutely no interest in metal or rock. Or you know, let's call it metal, right? Mm-hmm. They have no interest in metal, but we are cruising around town, or we go out for a beer, and and some angel at the bar puts on a Slipknot song, right? They all know it. They all know it. So Slipknot not being a big band is a hoax. And again, Corey, a little bit of an attention grab. You know you're big. You know you're big. You headline every festival you're at. It's true. Almost every festival. Yeah, it's true. I definitely encourage you all to listen to that or to uh, read that article um, because it, it it is interesting. I do know what he's saying. I I just feel like it, it's just a weird flex. But it's a weird flex. But I think there's definitely some there's definitely a little bit of meat there, right? Like it's not it's not yeah. a complete attention grab. I I think they definitely hustle for their money. They definitely work hard for their money. They definitely do things that probably Physically. us nine to five and employees take for granted dude right? fit, I mean, they're they're yeah they're physically you know they broke his he had a broken neck for like five years yeah exactly and you're on stage with. every other night and sleeping in a bus half the time and and flying all over the place i mean it's 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 horrifying I, i'm told that i have to fly out for a business trip and it's it's you know it's the yeah, end of the world for me fun. so it's and you know for them it's every day so i think if you honestly break it down you know hourly wage they probably don't make shit yeah, they're be the biggest band in the world. It's like they're underpaid. Absolutely. I think what he's saying is too, and like let's for for metal, Slipknot's at the top. Me- Metallica's bigger than metal, in my opinion. I'm sorry, like they're rock, they're metal. Metallica's everything, but Metallica's for Slipknot, music. Yeah, Metallica's just music. Yeah, okay. and as a business too. Yeah. Slipknot, if they're basically saying, you all think we are number one in the metal scene and that we're millionaires, and he's saying we're not. We're upper upper middle class. Um, Where does Corey Taylor live? Out of curiosity, do you know? I feel like oh, he's probably is back he in Iowa. Or is he Iowa? He's probably back in Iowa. I okay. feel like I read something, yeah, about that. Um, because that that that's you know, because what I'm going to say is, taxes. if Corey if Corey Taylor lives in Beverly Hills and is saying he's upper middle class, that's completely different than Des Moines, Iowa, upper middle mm. class. Yeah, that's a fair point. But yeah. it also doesn't take into consideration. His house is wherever they're located. Anyways, yeah. we'll, we'll move on. Corey, attention grab, but also f- hear you on that one, I think. I yeah. think I hear you. No, to- totally. Okay, so moving on. This got me really excited, and I it, prob- it probably shouldn't, but okay. No, well, no, you no, said no. likewise. Okay. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. So Robert Plant performed Stairway to Heaven live for the first time in 16 years. Now, for, I guess, a lot of, if you're Gen Z listening to this, first of all, thank you. Uh, I'm old and lame, so I appreciate you listening. Also, go listen to Led Zeppelin. Yes, also go listen to Led Zeppelin. Even uh, if you've listened to Led Zeppelin, 
Go back and listen to Led Zeppelin. Yes. I think it's so cool. He did this at a charity event. Mm -hmm. um, And I read an an article from like the 80s where, don't quote me, I believe it was late 80s, where Robert Plant said that he outgrew the lyrics of Stairway to Heaven. And he was like, the song doesn't mean to me what it did back then, which I really fucking respect. I think that is so cool. Now, of course, you know, yeah, it's not like he was going out of his way saying, you don't get to hear Stairway to Heaven. It's just, obviously, with John Bonham passing away and Led Zeppelin ending, um, it has been... Pl- it. He's had no reason to perform it solo other than, like, making some people's life, I guess, if they're seeing his solo project. But <laughs> right. his solo project is nothing like Led Zeppelin, or projects, I should say. Um I just think it's so cool that he decided to bust it out um, because it's a timeless song. It's one of the best songs in rock or not even just rock. It's one of the best just songs music. ever written. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's on that's on the top. Yeah. I'd say top 25. I'd go that far. Wow. Out of that, all music. Out of all music. Stairway to Heaven, top 25. It might be 25, but it, it is 20, it's in the top 25. Do you think the solo in Stairway to Heaven is the best rock and roll solo of all time? No, but well, maybe should we save that one? We'll day save that. We well, that'll be a topic. Okay. Yeah, we're okay. literally we're literally drafting. Because I I agree with you. Yeah, we'll do a draft of solos. It'll be a four. It's one of the best rock songs of all time. But if you narrow down to, to solos and what solos pretty solos are, it's got to be a top five solo. I just Absolutely. don't know if it's number one. It amps me up every time because it's a sleepy song at first, and then bam, it hits you. It really <laughs> it's a does. little sleepy, and as much as it's exciting that it hasn't been performed in 16 years, it's also not a song that I actively go out of my way to listen to. That is a... It's been an emotional night. It's 1 a.m., and you hear those delicate guitar notes, and you just stop and you listen. And you listen. Yeah. Uh, probably under the influence of alcohol. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. Or not. Sometimes. Yeah, or Most not. of the time. I'm I saying for say, me, if it comes up on shuffle and I'm working, I'm not, skipping it. You might skip. Yeah. Yeah, it's too yeah. emotional. It's too much. Like you can't yeah. you can't have that song on the background. It does it uh it does it a disservice. Yeah, that's yeah. I can hear that. I've been listening to the the heart live version of that. What's the heart? Um like the band heart. Oh, oh. Yeah. So she covered it at I believe that one of their inductions. Or actually it was the Kennedy Honors. Anna Wilson? Is that her name? I'm not sure. All I know is his heart. Oh, God. If I'm wrong, I'm just going to get fleeced. But That's okay. I think it's We're going to be wrong about a lot of things on here. That Yeah, I definitely will. Um, But, so, Hart covered Stairway to Heaven at the Kennedy Honors uh, in D.C. one year. I, it, I think it was semi-recent. Um, and it's unbelievable. It, Shit. It's, it's backed by like a big, a big that. backing choir and full. It's it's really really good. So I've been listening to that version. Uh, it's just powerful. It's 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 interesting hearing a female voice cover it. Oh, I but gotta it's a hear it. Strong strong female voice. I've never heard a cover of Stairway ever. It's 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 because I feel like it's blasphemy, but it isn't. It's not. It just... wasn't because they were there. Robert Plant was in attendance watching it, and he I, he gave it a standing out. I think I saw that video of him reacting. I, think I played it with you. Maybe not with you. Oh my god. We'll Maybe. watch it. Well, well that right goes into this. my late night theory about listening to Stairway. What you will that, that fit right there. forgotten it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, speaking of legacy, they're not even legacy. They're classic, they're legendary. Le- to me a legacy band is a band from 
the early 2000s on. Classic is like 80s. So I just wanted to make that distinction. Um, but that makes me think of the Beatles, who announced that they mm-hmm. are going to release one last song, features all four original members, including John Lennon. And they got in a little bit of trouble. And they got in trouble because they said, with the help of AI, all four members will oh, be on the track. So immediately, people are like, AI is doing John Lennon's voice, and they're going crazy. But uh, Paul McCartney clarified and said, it's actually the AI is being used to clean up the recordings. Interesting. So I wanted. So, I, I know you're not a crazy Beatles fan, but I'm not I want a crazy to know Beatles guy. But yeah. but best band in the world. But whatever. The best one we, the one we were just talking about is actually better. There's a couple that are better. fine. Um, <laughs> it's a good point. So it it reminds me, and we did say that actually we will we will weave some other musical taste into this. So and just so yeah. everyone knows, I should have included this in my introduction, but I actually was in my, in a past life a DJ. Um, so I think I, I pride myself on my my breadth of knowledge. I know a little bit about a lot. I'd say. Those are good credentials because yeah. you know what? All I did was flex my credentials. I'm like, I got yeah. rock metal fan yeah. struggles on yeah, Insta. Yeah. I created yeah. rock metal I, fan nation. You didn't strut any of that. You were here for passion. I was here with a resume. So I right. applaud right. you. But for... I could I could get people dancing back in the day, and I you know what? I believe it. I probably couldn't do it anymore. But I've listened to a whole lot of music. Um, some good, some bad. But what I will it's say fair. is the whole AI thing is is interesting. We've all heard. I hate it. Yeah, it's. I fucking hate it. it it's a little scary, um, but I don't know if I hate it as much as post mortem releases. No, that is the worst thing ever. Like, did you hear Ches- um, Chester Bennington's vocals on Snuff by Slipknot? I purposely avoided it because that is offensive to it's me. A, it's a it's little offensive right. and it's it, it feels... I mean, it's not even like it feels... In my opinion, it's a, it's a complete money grab. And you see it a lot. I, I, the the first one that really started to hit me was actually a rapper, Juice World. I don't know if you know Juice World. I, I don't. Um, Juice World was a pretty popular rapper. Rest in peace. Sounds kind of familiar. Um yeah, you would know some of his stuff. It, it, he he was very popular. Um, and he passed away, and it was crazy. It's om- it, like I don't know if it's true or not, but after he passed away, he it's almost as if his estate was releasing more music than when he was actually alive. Oh, okay. Like there was like like whole albums so were coming out. So There's these new, are I still get is this AI or is this no, post mortem releases? It's, it's post mortem releases. It's not AI. Okay. It's not it's not AI. That almost bothers me a little bit more than the AI. Okay. I and the counter. reason No, sorry, and I want you to going. I want you to counter because yeah, okay. I, I battle myself with this. Okay. Yep. But the the reason that it bothers me is that is intimate. That was actually recorded by the person. I know exactly what your argument's gonna be. Yep, you are now for sure. It, but it's intimate, right? And if I'm the family of this person that's had success, you know, being creative and creating something that stuff wasn't released and, and, and wasn't put out to the world in my opinion for a reason right maybe it wasn't ready mm-hmm. maybe they needed to go back in and, and touch up the vocals and everything like that and sure you can take the angle of this is a 
a good sort of almost relic of this person mm-hmm. and, and their whole back catalog of things that you you've never heard before because they didn't get a chance unfortunately to get there but i think that needs to stay kind of with the family right i think everyone has Shit, has deep. a a journey and they provide the world what they provide it when they're alive but what if they intended or sorry if they intended on like they recorded it to be released and then because of recording schedules and you know how record companies are it's like hey right. you can't release right. two albums in a year you have 26 songs narrowed down to 13 and then save this for the next album then the person passes away i'm gonna slap a band-aid that's really not a great band-aid but i'm gonna say okay everything happens for a reason bam shit the uno reverse card fuck now i want to hear the the ai argument because well mine wasn't ai it was about post-mortem okay releases um but i i will so you 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 agree with them not agree with them but you not all of them uh def- definitely not all of them but i mean the the meteora releases from lincoln park uh were just awesome songs that were left off um the song Lost, for example, was left off of Meteora. I listen to it every day. Because it sounded too much like Numb. That's why the band did not include it on the album, which is madness, which goes with my theory that if you record a shit ton of songs for an album, release them all. That's yes. my theory. I don't care if an album is bloated. Give me everything. Yes. Because chances are you have an amazing song that just gets left off for whatever reason. But yeah. that'll be for yeah. that'll be for a different day. Q Red Hot Chili Peppers releasing 37 songs in a year. Yes. Um, yes. Oh. Yeah. So uh, th- that's why I don't mind the p- the the postmortem releases. Um AI stuff, if it's editing vocals, it still makes me nervous. I would prefer like there's so many artists who have um like lost demos. Right? Mm-hmm. We're all waiting for Chris Cornell's stuff that he recorded for Soundgarden before he passed away, which um, I think is that that's actually finally going to happen. I think it's good because if they record it, if the artist willingly recorded it, I think there was intent to release. Now I do understand what you're saying about like, maybe it wasn't the take they wanted, but a lot of times the estate have a say. Yeah. So I know Chester's family for Link- with Lincoln Park, um, their one condition with Lincoln Park and, oh my gosh, his other band, um... The name is escaping me. The the other band that he had, um, the 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 parameters were you cannot edit the vocals at all. Okay, you can't put anything over them. Um, like the, like that's it. It has to be their raw vocals. So I like when they do it that way. But I do understand how like if you start remixing someone's vocals. For me, what's worse is when AI takes a song that someone who passed away never sang. And then puts their vocals over another song. That is what like gets me like really like yeah. fired up. Yeah, yeah, I I can see it. I see both. I think it just I think there's a a a line to toe where, at least in my opinion, like Juice World, the, the rapper, at least to me seems like an egregious like money grab of. Okay, so I me, see what you're saying. Let me release everything we have and. That's what, it, and again, maybe maybe he just had a huge catalog, right? And and there was some stuff in there they weren't. It's releasing. like vibes cartel. This isn't yeah, right, and this isn't me. from jail, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like it's <laughs> I not. I think me. he's making money. So. He should be. Yeah, it's. I mean, right? He should be. Um, yeah. <laughs> and this isn't me saying like, hey, like, you know, th- 
it, it's it's bad news. It's just, it's just it's just an opinion, right? It's it's yeah. No, I I, I get a tell, what you're there's saying. A, there's a line to tell on it, right? Where you know you release maybe some special things like Mike Shinoda and everyone in Lincoln Park is so so close, and they one of the most successful bands of all time. Like yeah. some of those songs that they released recently, like absolutely that entire band was like in the trenches and putting work in on that and so are we what you're saying is it's almost like you're saying like taking someone's isolated vocals and throwing it on a song that they never intended on is weird yeah if they passed away that's weird now that's such a good point because going back to the song lost um by lincoln park that was a fully fledged song that was yeah that was recorded done set and it just didn't make the album Yeah, yeah they i think they updated it a little bit like production wise but that was... We still remaster songs. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Instead of like just sampling someone who's passed away and owning the art, right? And yeah. then like knowing that they never released it, maybe it was for a reason. Um, what's funny is we haven't even talked about from like the Beatles perspective, like from like John Lennon. Right. Um, yeah, we, we kinda... You know, <laughs> which, which is totally fine. I think it's cool. I think the song isn't going to like, it, the song doesn't matter. We don't need another Beatles song. They were a studio band. Are you saying they all sound the same? No, I, I'm not. I think <laughs> they don't sound the same. I think a they lot of their sound hits the sound the same. But, you know, it just would have been great if, first of all, if John Lennon was alive. Um, but, yep. I, you know, I just feel like, what's the point? Why did you find this lost archive of a song? It's... They released a lot of music. That's all I'm saying. Am I still going to listen to it as soon as it comes out? Yes. I'll probably listen to it too. And I don't even like the Beatles. Out of curiosity, right? Out of I, respect. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, that's a good There's point. level of respect here. Speaking of uh, legacy bands, I feel like that's such a good segue yep. into um, football, but not American football. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess we're just peeling the onion back a little bit. I also am a huge... European football fan. This is good. Um, People need to get to know you. I'm a big fan. I like like sports in general. There's not many sports I don't like, um, which I feel like is the most common thing you'll hear from people that watch too much sports. I like a little bit. Anyways, I I will say that you're pretty well well versed. Like you don't just like you know good. You know a good bunch. Not a one trick pony. And you're a Jets fan, so you're glutton for punishment. Jets fan. I respect the fuck out of that. Um, Manchester United fan too. Um, which isn't which that is good also, these it's days, become yeah. yeah it's become a glutton for punishment yeah uh, they just got destroyed again today unfortunately um but wait was, today they, yeah they played today and got absolutely destroyed and their jerseys <sighs> did not look nearly as cool as Barcelona's did over this weekend so I was watching uh, El Clasico and for those of you that do not know El Clasico know is. is the biggest rivalry in uh, Spanish soccer. Spanish as in Spain. Um, Barcelona and Real Madrid play each other a couple times a year, and it's always a, a spectacle. It's called Clasico? El Clasico, yes. But the, cla- like, the classic game. So yes. that's like the Subway Series. I know I made it very like... The, the Subway Series, Jets, Patriots, uh, Yankees, Red Sox. It, Rangers, big. Devils. Rangers, Devils. Yep. Rangers, Isles. Insert any of the largest biggest grittiest rivalries rivalries in sports and and it's right there manchester united liverpool it's huge and i was watching the game kind of intermittently and i it cut to like a scene i think it was like a corner kick so they zoomed in on a player taking the corner and it was the stone's tongue just right in my face so 
I guess in correlation to the Stones releasing the their new album, Barcelona replaced their typical sponsorship logo on their jersey with the Rolling Stones tongue, and it was a a, a clash of worlds that you weren't even I never for- expected, <laughs> but was very happy about. Oh. It was awesome. <laughs> and like the advertisements around the arena, the whole game were all album related. It was insane. It, it, I've never seen music advertised like that before. It, but it didn't even feel like an advertisement. It felt right, which is strange. That, okay, so I've got it. First of all, when you had sent me that picture, I was like, that's crazy. It's a cool jersey. Um, it really is. I'm not plugging my YouTube channel. I'm not doing that here. No. Um, but he, has, when, he has one. <laughs> when I reviewed this album, I didn't even know it came out until the day it came out. But apparently, mm-hmm. they poured a ton of money into the marketing. And that, to me, like, okay, yeah, like, you know, YouTube banners, um, you know, all that. Yeah, a billboard in Times yeah, Square. Yeah, like, you know, casual stuff. Like, you see... Much smaller bands do that. So, but again, I hadn't seen anything. Being on it was uh, on a Barcelona jersey. That to me, like, hit me. I was like, oh my god, Huge. massive! It's you probably... don't even love soccer, but you know who Barcelona is. Absolutely, absolutely. I don't even love the Stones, and I know who they are. Um, so it's great for them because realistically, I loved their latest album. I think it, if it was their last one, that's fine. Yeah, it's that good. Yeah, um, Andrew Watt, that producer knows how to squeeze out awesome stuff from like old artists. He's been working with Ozzy Osbourne uh, for his last few albums. And yeah, you know, he's just great at working with these legacy, like older bands. And I, I, I love the album. I thought that was so cool. Um, I'm waiting one day to see the Metallica M on maybe Real Madrid's jersey. Like, maybe we should get a rivalry. Let's just start pumping money. But I don't even think Metallica has that money. I think only the Stones and the Beatles have that. A couple more 72 season tours and (laughs) maybe another album. A couple more, you know, sold-out stadium tours. They they might be there. But I agree. I think it's a very huge area of of opportunity. Other than the United States, and it's growing in the United States, every other nook and cranny of the world loves soccer. And then there was a crap load of people watching that game and that tongue is iconic i mean it I, is i'd love to see the metrics of how much that affected the sales the sales the plays whatever whatever you know That's, um i think it's i think it's i think it'd be really really interesting but i want to throw this out there uh because this is episode one let's push let's just keep going let's go let's go to an hour yeah it's um, fine. i'm cool because we still have a lot of great topics. We, um, we, yeah, we didn't even get to our topics yet. That was just the news. I know. This is just the news, and we skipped over a few. Um, I don't even like talking. <laughs> um, I th- The Rolling Stones tongue, though, does remind me of Janice from The Sopranos, the tattoo that she has over one of her tits. Uh, and that's yeah. just unfortunate. Yeah. That's poor Rolling Stones representation, because yeah. she is She's not the a, worst. Good good character. Yeah, yeah, entertaining. For the show. Yeah, but... Everyone, yeah, everyone, no one likes Janice. Miserable. Yeah, no I agree. Uh, a few quick other things I wanted to bring up. New albums from Job for a Cowboy, Green Great Day, name. and Judas Priest. So we've got some big albums coming up. We're, we'll get into those, uh, you know, once they get released. Some reviews but, and everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, and then also, 
Gojira has a lot of ideas for a new album. I absolutely love them. It's a frightening statement. For yeah, it really is, actually. And they have a feeling it's going to be heavier. Said every metal band I was just going to say. Ever. <laughs> I've heard that before. Yes, you do hear that, but I believe them. I do believe them because they're Gojira. And they're also eternal pessimists. So I feel like if they're hyping something up, I'll believe them a little more than a... Sorry, Corey Taylor. Corey Taylor. He doesn't get paid enough. He doesn't he get, paid, get enough. paid enough. All right. What do you say? Let's let's do some let's big some topics, topics here. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. All right, I'll 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 pose the first question. Have you listened to anything other than rock or metal lately? I have my answer, which is why I'm asking you. Yeah, uh, I, I do. I'm looking through my phone. Uh, first of all, I've been watching a show called Power, and it was produced by 50 Cent. And 50 Cent? Is the man? He's great. I love Fifty Cent. He acts in it, and he's good. When, I, he, when he called out Floyd Mayweather to read a single book or a single page in a Harry Potter book, greatest video of all time. We'll watch it after. This. Okay, yeah, it's I amazing. Don't know that. It was for the um, the Lou Gehrig's uh, disease foundation when you're doing like the, the ice bucket challenge. Oh, okay. Yeah. He said. He said, "Screw it. I'm. I'll donate." Like a million dollars if Floyd Mayweather can read a single page in a Harry Potter book, and it's a it's amazing. Damn. And Floyd never responded. <laughs> Oof. But th- again, that's I mean that's legendary. hilarious. I yeah. I think Fifty, 50 Cent, Cent is the man. I think he's awesome. I think he's a good business guy, and it was cool. I didn't know nothing. I didn't know anything about the show. Didn't realize how much sex is in that show. Uh, it's awkward. awkward. Yep. Because my wife recommended that my parents watch it, and they they love the show now. Yet oh, it is yeah. it's so raunchy that could go sideways. Quick. Yeah, yeah, I think they saw a new side of my wife that they probably didn't ever need to see. No. Um. So I'm glad that that's out there. No. Yeah. They're closer. Yeah, yeah, in some in some sick, twisted way. Yeah. But yeah, so I'd say I've listened to 50 Cent more. Um, oh, oh, big song for me. I was on XM and I was listening to Road Trip songs coming back from Maryland Okay. when we were all down there. Yep, yep. And uh, this song comes on and I'm hearing this awesome chord progression. I'm like, this sounds so familiar. And then I hear the vocals and it's my nightmare. It's um, It's Rihanna. I know about this. Yes. Yeah. And it, the song is Shut Up and Drive. And she actually uses the same chord pro, uh, chord progressions from the song uh, Blue Monday, uh, covered by uh, Orgy. Um, I forgot who the original who the original is. I'm trying to like look it up as I speak. It beats me. Yeah. Uh, New Order. New Order. 80s synth pop kind of dark wave song. Um, but yeah, I love that song. I've stopped listening to it on repeat, but... Those are my two. It would be Rihanna's Shut Up and Drive, and it would be some 50 Cent. The guy is good. I like him. How about you? Yeah, Many Men is is in. Oh, in great. <laughs> yeah, it is in my my gym playlist. I listen to it oh, out of pure, pure joy. I know. Yeah, it just know. makes it like it's a, he's such a party vibe. He like, is, he, yeah. 50 Cent, is, oh, he's great. Um, yeah, so for, for myself personally, um, we're right around Halloween, and like I said, I'm a. I used to DJ. I don't anymore. But legend for that. I wish I knew there's you as a, a DJ. Yeah, I know. Actually, we probably wouldn't have ever. ever I was uh, a huge introvert. Yeah. Huge introvert. I didn't talk to anyone. I just to be honest, I had like three friends in college. Right. So right. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I was right there with you. <laughs> I honestly. would not have branched out. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, I wouldn't have said hello to you. Um, <laughs> but 
Uh, one of one of the, my favorite and one of the best DJs I think going right now is is a guy uh, called R.L. Grime. It's a play on actually R.L. Stein, the, oh the classic. God. Is it like Grime, like the UK rap genre, or no? No, oh, it's not. Okay, he's a DJ. So oh, okay. He, he fully produces songs, but R.L. Grime puts out for the last twelve years. This is the the twelfth iteration of this, but he puts out an hour to an hour and a half long mix that he makes that's sort of spooky. Um, it it, it like has literally spooky. Yeah, it's spooky. It, it like plays Rob Zombie Scoopy. Uh, spooky scoopy mm, it, it has like little tidbits mixed in from like horror movies oh so R. he R. samples he yes samples. he samples but oh, R.L. Stein, R. Stein will actually come in so the writer of Goosebumps comes in and actually says you know oh, welcome to oh, R.L. Grimes 12th year of oh my god the Halloween mix and it's actually it's it sounds cheesy but if anyone had a Halloween party and, and now you're hearing about this for the first time it's excellent to play in the background. Like he mixes in, you know, like the Stranger Things theme song in some of them, and like oh, God. it's it's spooky vibes, but up like uplifting party music at the same time. And I I've been bumping that. Um, I bump it every year, <laughs> uh, every time. I, I wait like every year for that to come out, and it, it's always it's always a joy to listen to. <laughs> it really is. That's awesome. Yeah, I will need to listen to it because I do like my my it's, spooky stuff. It's good. It's it's really good. <laughs> Do you hear him barking? Yeah, my dog's <laughs> barking right now because he definitely hears us recording. This. He's, like, He's like, why, he why am a, I down here? And you he wants a there. guest feature. We yeah. were playing him um, in this moment before. Uh, he did not like it, but no, he, he was perplexed. He liked the new Stones album. He did. I'll He's get him an old to, school dog. I'll get him to be a Beatles fan one day. Mm, yeah, <laughs> so I'm going to. I I want to talk about. We were talking about sports. The Texas ah, Rangers. Yes. Um, and is, okay, I don't believe in Illuminati conspiracies like our mutual acquaintance does. However, is it weird that Creed announces first a cruise, then waits to see if, you know, if people, like, if it's going to sell out, then the Texas Rangers use the song Higher to motivate them. They're in the World Series, and now Creed has a 40-city tour. Are you fucking With kidding some me here? Kick-ass band supporting them, by the way. Yeah, three doors down, Finger Eleven, Daughtry. Um, oh yeah, and, it's good it, stuff. Switchfoot? No, not Switchfoot. What? Uh, I don't know. Some band of like that era. Um, Dad Rock at its finest, but in the best way. But come on, these coincidences. I'm I'm happy about it too. I think the world needs Creed. I think they're manifesting. I think they've manifested their success and their comeback story. And I don't believe in manifesting, but I think they've actually somehow managed to make that work. Uh, listen, I won't, say, I won't say a bad thing about Creed. I think Creed is good. Creed is a solid band. They have solid songs. They've, they've sort of entered the realm of, of Nickelback-dom, if, yeah. if, you, if you could put it that way. Um, yeah. They, it's, a great, it's great bar music. Um, <laughs> you have nine, it is bar music. nine to 50 beers, and... Yeah, you all know the words to to Creed. Same thing as Nickelback. I support it. I think Scott is a cool dude. I'd love to have a beer with Scott. Um, uh, he can't drink. He can't drink. But do, he, wait, do you know his? Oh, story? I know. I know he, he. Wait, do you know the psychotic break that he had? Uh, oh yeah, about yeah. Obama being after him. Yeah, he he had he had it. He was going through it. I think yeah. it was like meth or something. But regardless, meth, we're happy he, he's okay. Sober, and he, you know what? He looks good. 
He does he look good. Dude, good. people are telling me on Insta that I look like him. I don't fucking compliment. see it. Compliment. Compliment. I'll take the compliment, but I sh- I showed my wife and she's like, she was just laughing. I'm like, do you see it Probably a little because bit? it's Creed. <laughs> Fuck. Maybe it's not I'll as bad. I, someone told me I look like Jeff Gordon, the NASCAR driver. I don't know. Jeff I'll show Gordon you. Looks I'll show like. you Jeff. Gordon. I know who he is. It, you know the name. Household name. Uh, yeah, household name. Complete. For sure. Complete insult. Damn. Well, he's a legend, though. I mean, if there's legendary. Any, yeah. yeah. If you want to pull it strings, but, but it was a complete insult. Um, I took it as an insult. I. I don't care about the championships. None of that. Fuck I, that. Yeah. No. It it's all insult. about. It's all about the looks. So I didn't know how I felt right. about being called a Scott Stapp. I think he's looking look good. Like. He, he looks. Guy? He's in his 50s, 60s? Dude, I don't 50s? know. I want to see if he's I old. Can, uh... He's old. Well, relatively old. He's not, you know, 25. Let's see. I'm looking it up as we speak. Uh, Scott Stapp. He is... 56. He's 50, flat. August 8th. Oh, my God. We're a day apart. It's a sign. <laughs> Holy shit. I didn't it know that. Sign. He is 50. Okay, he does look good for 50. He looks I great will, for 50. I will admit it. I'm excited for the band. I think as much of a joke as people like make them out to me, the the rest of the band made Alter Bridge. The talent is there. Tremonti. Alter Bridge and Tremonti's solo project is Dude, out of control. We saw Alter Bridge February of shows we see together. Yeah, we saw Alter Bridge yes. in February. That's fucking crazy. Miles is is great. I I was never a huge fan of his vocals. Recorded, which is and a hot I take, sl- and it is That's a, hot a hot take. take. It is a hot take because he's covered a lot. a lot of Led Zeppelin. He has, which sounds really good. Really dived you into don't it. Like it, but yeah, I wasn't a huge Miles guy, and then saw them live, and dude, he sounds me. identical, and it, and I always appreciate that. So good. I hate when I go see someone live and they don't sound at least a fraction similar to what they sound recorded, and he sounded better live, and then Tremonti is just unbelievable he's such a beast dude's a tank can i just say the first time i saw him i don't know what year it was the year it was a year after blackbird came out which was maybe 2008 yep every single song they played he finished the miller light no yes sorry. i remember you told yeah me that. it was a miller light yeah. yeah i remember you told me that he and he would just put it on top of his amp yeah yep and there was like a shrine 15 or 16 lined up across and he That's just amazing. got better and better tremonti is one of the best guitarists of our of our generation too. Yeah. He's a technically still a modern guitarist for yeah. us, and he only gets better. Um, so I'm happy for Creed. They deserve this. I would love to hear a new album. I think the Texas Rangers are gonna get a little sick of hearing higher all the time. Especially, dude. Imagine if they fucking lose. I, let me. I'm gonna look up what the what the series is. At. Yeah, look that up because if they lose, oh, they're up three to one. Oh, they need one more game. Imagine if we just like jinxed. And it they here. play tonight at eight o'clock. Whole. Holy shit. Okay, well, we know what we're watching. Um, if they win, it's going to be amazing, right? Every time they hear that the song. The problem is, the problem is, they have to play it in their locker room because they're not home. They're at Arizona. Tonight. That's fine. I think they just play it anywhere. But they play it for the whole stadium, usually, right? Okay, when so they're, they're okay. Well, they need they need a nice Bose speaker. If it, there's a viewing party at the stadium, which I feel like a lot of teams do for championships, yeah. they'll be playing it. Insert sponsor here I won't be surprised. I, my... my Prediction. Texas loses away tonight. Brings it back Brings home. Brings it back home. For blasts Creed. that shit. And they win. Yeah. It's it's amazing how life works. Yep. Right? I just think the coincidence is uncanny. Next, the New York Rangers need to channel Creed. If that works, let's bring it back to hockey. 
let's get the New York Rangers a Stanley Cup, which is not going to happen. If it just happens once in my, uh, well, actually, a second time in my lifetime. When I was two, it doesn't count for shit. They need more than Creed to be successful. They need a lot more than Creed. Yeah. Uh, did you know the Rangers actually swept their away trip 5-0? and oh? Interesting. That's really First good. time they've ever That's done really that. Good. Yeah. I will say, everyone out there, go look up New Jersey Devils mosh pit. Oh, that, no. I mean, that was a news story, but... Dude. Come on. At, 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 at Prudential, right? That's the only hockey team I've seen have a live band. Maybe not live band, but they had a live band, it like, was a live band. on the concourse. Yeah. Not even like performing at like a, you know intermission well, or something like that. The pr- they had a live band in the concourse, and there was people chucking nucks, twirling around. What the it fuck was a mosh, a, full-blown mosh pit. What's a concourse? Where you get like concessions. <laughs> Food. Okay, I honestly didn't know. Yeah. Um, the, the Dallas they, didn't, they weren't on the ice. The Dallas performing. Stars usually have like country groups or like Southern rock. You, can, you could outside. mosh that; it'd be weird. But. Yeah, but it's outside. It's not in Dude, the arena. They had a fucking hardcore band in the I, arena, I like did next see it. to an escalator, right. and it was sick. It's a little impressive. Sick. That's why we were successful last year. Fucking Anyways, Ugh, it's frustrating. let's keep moving. It's frustrating. All right, I am. Uh, let me go. I want to get to. Yeah, let's hit on things we need to hit on. Yeah, let's definitely do that. Okay, I want to get to sober October because I hinted at it, and I was. Uh, oh, you probably heard me opening a few beers as we've gone through, so I've made it through. But you had told me that you had some questions about my experience, and I want to be an open book for you. What was the hardest part, other than not drinking? not drinking okay fair enough um <laughs> uh do you did you feel any better did you notice any changes um i feel like we 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 hear about and we see people do the sober october challenge or you know whatever whatever take of it that you see out there cutting things out of your life for a month or yep. whatever did you see or feel any changes so for me i equate like an album coming out to a celebration um, so as yep. I've ramped up my my YouTube channel of doing the album song rank and reviews, usually the first time I listen to an album, I'm cracking open a beer and I'm celebrating. Yeah. Every time a band releases an album, to me, it's a celebration. And the beautiful thing about music is it's a gift that keeps on giving. There's so much creativity and they're making something out of nothing. And to me, it's part of what fuels my zest for life is the release of new music. I don't care if it's good or great or, you know, excellent or... Or the Beatles. Absolutely. Excellent, as in the Beatles. Um, you know, I just... I always, like, when the Chili Peppers... Were, like, when the Chili Peppers had John Frusciante back, I listened to Unlimited Love, and I completely... I basically blacked out after that album. It was 17 yeah. songs, yeah. and I was gone. And then I woke up, and I was like... I, re- I just felt... I was like, I feel like this album was like the best thing ever. But you felt I don't unlimited remember. love <laughs> yes. flowing through you. Yeah. Yes, unlimited love and unlimited beers. Um, yeah. So that was interesting. Now that I'm really actively listening to albums, start to finish more than ever before. Um, but I didn't really feel that different, to be honest. Like, I haven't really like drank much during the weekdays. But the thing is, in October, I have a lot of... Life parties events, parties halloween birthdays yeah which halloween didn't even do this year um which is fine sad i know it's sad I'll i do didn't it. do anything well yeah i went to a party but did, i drove so i didn't drive or a drink so there you go so it's like you didn't you, i was a bummer too you yeah. kind of did it but for me what was interesting um was being a little more aware 
at parties and I noticed something yes. at a party that my cousin threw uh, that was really, really interesting. So house party, great time. Everyone's vibing. And for me, my solution to not drinking was uh, smoking cigarellos. So I'm outside smoking a bunch of those yep. and having Red Bull. Natural. Yeah, because it's you know really healthy. But, you know, just I'm like, all right, I don't have social lubricant, so I'm going to have fun. And the music is everything that you would expect. Um, rap, pop whatever towards the end of party the night music. yeah party music and that's all fine towards the end of the party though i noticed that some of the younger people at this party um and i should clarify i should not have the only reason i was there is because it was my cousin's party but some of the young, yeah, some of the some of the younger people in the party like gen z started requesting new metal not kidding what the, new metal well first it was chop suey they're like, play that song, that song, and they're like, blah, 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 makeup, blah, blah, and like, excellent choice. Yeah, like that's how they described uh, Chop Suey. They didn't know the title. At least they knew it. Yeah, and so I'm listening to this. I'm like, okay, that's really fucking cool because the new metal revival is an awesome thing. I think it's much better than the pop punk revival, but that is just me. I think new metal there was there was never an issue with it. Um, if you hate Limp Bizkit, fight me. Um, I so. Love <laughs> So yeah, I thought that was so cool. And then the craziest thing is after that, I hear Deftones requested, but I also hear Freak on a Leash. That to Very me nice. is weirder than uh, Chop Suey. I thought that was awesome. And it for was a party, nonetheless. Yeah, Remember, for, we were at yeah. a party. At this party, I just thought it was so cool to see younger people. And I guess now that I'm like getting older, now I'm like hanging out with, I, I guess I'm around. I'm, I'm always used to like looking up to people, right? And the people older than me... Uh, metalcore, specifically like the year 2006, 7, and 8, metalcore was huge. Um, so like I was always looking up to that heavier side, but now I'm looking down and seeing these fucking kids enjoying new metal, but not even sarcastically. Like, okay, maybe Creed, you can sing sarcastically. I also think you can but sing you it very... also enjoy it. They also enjoy it. Yeah. They make it seem... There's this, That's the stigma. That's the same thing with Nickelback. Nickelback fucking makes great songs. Creed made great songs. It's a, there's a weird stigma that society has created around these couple bands and these styles and the style, different styles of music. It's just good music. And yeah. it, it reminds me, like, I went to get Starbucks coffee with my buddy one day. Okay. Ago, and I had Sirius XM in my car at the time. And I think I switched to, like, it was either Octane or, you know, Turbo? I think, was, I think it was. I think it was Octane because Octane sometimes plays older music. It's not always very. New. Yeah, very. So rarely. it was in the morning, which they do. Okay. In yeah. the morning. Yeah. And again, Slipknot came on. Beautiful. And it was eight thirty in the morning. Just got a pumpkin spice latte, and me and my buddy just started wailing some Slipknot in the car, just singing it. It's fantastic. And it it felt funny in the moment. It felt like a sort of like a gag. But we both knew all the words. You don't yeah. know all the words to a song if you don't listen to it seriously at some point. The music business does work in cycles. And I've asked Gen Zers about it too. Like, why is all of a sudden a band like the Deftones getting so popular? It's, dude, it's insane. Cycles, it is, yeah. It, and it's also because, like, trap music has been very prevalent. Apparently, And I'm, I'm not speaking from personal experience. I'm, 
I am uh, paraphrasing someone else. You had this music that was like, it, it, it's so like chill and relaxed. And how do you hear bombastic drums and guitars, but maybe without guttural vocals, like in a Cannibal Corpse song mm-hmm. or, you know, or a metalcore song? The answer is probably new metal. Yeah. Th- think of Deftones. Uh, yeah, I'm sure yeah. Chino, our guy, you know, um, he has he, his screams are fucking amazing. But a lot of times he's singing in this very like trippy, like kind of like the cure way. Yeah. And it's more accessible. Yeah. And I just think it's fascinating. I it was a sober realization I had at a party was watching people actively ask for new metal songs. It made me great feeling. Oh, it made proud me dad moment. Yeah, oh, I was a proud dad. I, re- I really was. I was just looking around. I was like, damn, yeah. the only thing missing was I wasn't drinking. But that and was and you're not a dad. And I'm not a dad. Um, but yeah, that was my... So overall, Sober October was fun. I guess I felt uh, a little better. I broke it once, um, but I already knew I was going to break it. It was a wedding and my brother's birthday, like back to back. And I just, I didn't want to be that guy. So <laughs> I broke it in the middle of the month. Uh, but other than that, I completed it. I'm happy with it. Never doing it in October again because I had the most the social... Month. Yeah. Boring month. Maybe the shortest month. February. I'm I'm just I think I'm just good now. Now that I I've done that I've done dry January. Yeah, I'm like I I like check that box. Um, okay, so I wanted to ask you about Spirit Box. Yes, because by the time this podcast comes out, it'll be basically less than 24 hours Away. until their new EP, yeah. uh, The Fear of Fear. I believe is what it's called. Spooky. Right? Again, it, oh, there you go. Fits in your spooky vibe. They missed, they missed the Halloween release, but I get it. End of week. Everyone does Fridays. Yep. Halloween was on a Tuesday. So they could have done it the I'm previous huge, Tuesday. Or sorry, the previous Friday. They could have. But I trust Courtney. I trust the band. I think they know what they're doing. Everything that they've released, which is almost the entire EP, by the way. But how many a, songs have they released? Like three or four. And it's six songs, eight Jesus. songs. It's not even eight. I hate EPs. EPs suck. EPs suck. Hate them. Definitely a cop out. But I'm still excited. I'm a huge Spirit Box guy. Love Spirit Box. Uh, I think they're super creative. I think they they sort of bend the mold with what they they do. I'm su- so I'm super excited for it. Um, a lot of people have been talking about how they're getting back to quote unquote the old Spirit Box. I don't think you can even say there is an old Spirit Box at this point. Um, you, the only reason you can is because they of had the, EPs the, in the, the rotoscope. Oh, yeah, there's yeah. that. But I was going to say people heard the rotoscope EP and they heard all the electronics, the electronics. and they like wigged out. And I, I actually really like that song, yeah. but that's just me. Jaded is probably one, probably going to be one of my songs of the year, which is another great Shit. episode idea. Yeah, we On will. New Year's episode will be. We're going to have to recap the year. Songs of the Too year, much good music. Year. Yeah. But I'm excited for. It's for not Spirit Cellar Box. Door, though. No. Cellar door. I mean, I I just want to jump. Horrifying in. name. Oh yeah, it is horrifying song. It is. Um, so I don't know if you saw, but Courtney Laplante said on their Instagram that she really wants people to, if they could dedicate twenty five minutes of their time to listen to the full EP, and I respect that. It's nice to ask that it's of nice your listeners. Ask. Like, dedicate twenty five minutes. In my opinion, you should be dedicating more. Look, if an album is seventy seven minutes long, like seventy two seasons. Fucking listen to it or make the time for it. I'm so, like, enjoy it because it's meant to be listened to that way. That that's me. Um, but so she's only asking for 25 minutes. She said that the EP is basically one big song. 
And that made me feel a certain way. It what? is. You think? I use the fade in function on Spotify, as you know, which pisses you off sometimes. Yes, it does. It, but, it really does. But, but I get it. When I listened to, I think Cellar Door is actually the opener. Mm-hmm. And then Jaded, track one. Jaded is next. Oh, they go right into each other. It bleeds in beautifully. And some and I albums... I think she's onto something. I really do. And I'm excited to see the complete, you know, project. Uh, but I, I can hear her on that. And I'm here for a 25-minute long Spirit Box song. I'm okay with that. I know. I just... I hate... Like, why not make a full album? Combine that with Rotoscope. They're, tor- but- they're touring. They're touring and touring and touring. And you know what? I get it. But I'm also going to ask... Get in the studio, Spirit Box. We need, we need a 20-song album. Oh, that'd be great. Just give us... Yeah, everything. And if you never make anything again, I wouldn't be okay with it, but I'd be okay with it. Yeah. I Yeah, I want a full body of work, but that gave me more hope because most EPs, it's like, all right, we didn't finish an album. Here's four songs. Or I hate when bands say, well, albums don't sell. Here's an EP. The <sighs> fact that she went with the... This is six songs that are basically one song. Now, uh, now, as a consumer, I'm like, oh, there was a reason for this. It's, it's purposeful. one song. It's purposeful. It's, purposeful. it's, purposeful. it's not a, re- we ran out of ideas, because there's no way they're running out of ideas. They have so much juice in the tank. Yeah. So now, I'm officially excited about the EP. I'm excited. Should be. Uh, yeah, and I mean, Cellar Door. What I love about Cellar Door is it's full circle and it basically makes all the haters shut the fuck up because yeah. oh they're electronic yeah they're, they're, not, they're not what they used dude, to be they're not heavy it's the heaviest song they've ever written it's it frightened me i was waiting actually when i listened to it for the first time i was waiting for it to come down and it didn't come down no it's a it that is a, it's a doom metal it's so dark it's ugly I loved every and, second of it. oh my god me too and i also love jaded they're Jaded is... The, oh. You see, the sky's the limit for them, and that's also why I'm frustrated, because they only have one LP out, but... Yeah, give us more. Give, yeah. Give us more. And now an EP. No. now You know what? Fine. Release the EP. Next album is a double LP. I don't it's care. It's only fair. Yeah, it's only, it's only fair. It's only fair. Uh, and I feel like in the next episode, uh, we will definitely break down the new EP, right? I mean, we have to. Yeah, I'll listen to it. And well, I'm definitely gonna. It's not like a task. I'm going to listen to it. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling every song will be added to to my playlist, and uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a a pre score because I know what most of the songs are already. Okay. I'm gonna give it a pre score of an eight nine, which, if you know me, is pretty generous. I okay. So I'm gonna go the opposite. I I and I'm I'm not a pessimist. I think they released everything that was worth listening to. I hope I'm proven wrong, but I feel like I'm going to listen to this thing and I'm going to be like, well, fuck, that was three singles and three songs that... Forgettable? Serve. I hope not. I hope not. And you know what? If there's one interlude song in this EP, I'm going to lose my mind. This better be six full fucking songs because yeah, I do right. not... Uh, yeah, that, that'd be fucked. I hate interludes in a full-length album. If they give an interlude in the EP, I'm going to go crazy. And that that's that's yeah. what I'm gonna I'm gonna end it off on that. Like, yeah, I think we. I'll end go it, nuts. I think we end it on, on what we're listening to right now. 
We got to get suggestions. <sighs> yeah. I told you, I, I listen to music podcasts and I seek out music podcasts to find things to listen to. Okay. So I I think we give one to two songs we're listening to right now. Maybe an album. Yep. I'm going to do songs personally. But, okay. Um, you know, I, the first the first song... I was listening to like an old, like a, like a forgot, I think it was called like Forgotten Songs of the 2010s or something. That sounds like an amazing playlist already. Yep. Spotify cured. Nice. Beautiful job, Spotify. Hey, um, but it's by a band called Throw the Fight. Are you familiar? Through the Fire or Throw the Fire? Throw the Fight. Throw the Fight? No, not at all. Yeah. I, I, Christian rock band? Sounds I like a Christian rock I band. I don't know. Probably not, considering the. Name of the song is Not So Hollywood. Okay. And it's it's really good and it reminds me of like a song that would be in like an old NHL game. It's just oh, it's, it's almost that. a good goal song. It's it's a good fighting song, but it's a little bit heavy too. Okay. It's got heavy parts. I love it. It's punky heavy. It's really good. So um can't suggest it enough. Not so Hollywood by Throw the Fight. Delicious song. Um and we talked about this too. Uh, it was in the reel we posted today, but I've also been absolutely jamming out to Children of the Grave by Fuck Black yeah. Sabbath. Fuck yeah. I hadn't listened to that song in so long. So I Great thank song. you for that. Great song. Now, I feel like what this segment is going to bring are some great suggestions and then very lame ones by me. Uh, I've been listening to Pearl Jam a lot. Uh, Not lame. Yeah. Not lame. Uh, specifically their album Lightning Bolt. It just got pressed on vinyl, so I naturally bought it immediately. Uh, probably came out like 10 years ago, which really fucking scares me with just how these years are just passing by. Might even be more than that, but specifically the song Swallowed Whole. In my opinion, Pearl Jam... Yeah, it is 10 years ago. Pearl Jam is one of the most deadly acoustic bands of all time their acoustic songs hit so hard and swallowed hole is actually a little more upbeat so i really like that i've been listening to a lot of code orange um great circle through i absolutely love and um the new in this moment album i just absolutely just i I love it i'm listening to it a ton grimothy by moontooth and of course everything on the queens of the stone age album still rocking that one oh i can't stop it is still like my favorite paper album machete. of the year great song paper fucking machete yeah. so do you want to take us away are we pa- are we packing it in what do you think i think i, I think, think we gave them more time. than we thought we were going to give them so I think we yeah did. i think we've met quota for the day i think we did too this is a pretty great episode hopefully you guys like this yeah um We'll be back on Tuesday with some more, with some more, and I think every Tuesday after that. So, wanted to get this out here. Um, excited about this. Excited to get this off the ground. I think it, it's gone as seamless as it could. Um, even with Chino staring at me this entire time, so, <laughs> it's been a pleasure. We'll, the, uh, yeah, the 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 preparations in trying to get this together have been a ton, like just so much. But we're grateful so excited to be doing this this is going to be a yeah. fucking blast from awesome here i think we're going to get cool, cooler and cooler on this thing so and what i will do too um you know if you follow rock metal fan nation on instagram i will make sure to get any topics that you have uh we will we will address we want to cover it all we want to have fun with you all uh hope we help uh make your drive to work easy or yeah. you know when whenever else you listen to podcasts um and you know i i apologize too for hearing my voice so much but at least we have brendan here yeah and i apologize for you having to hear my voice now but there you go well we're listening to some music get some suggestions 
and drop we'll, them, drop them to us. Yeah, and uh, see in a few days. We'll see in a few days, and we'll keep this thing rolling. Nice shirt. Name three songs. This is Chris signing off. Brendan signing off, and I still am gonna wait for the the three ginger songs. <laughs> Adios. Adios.